I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And good afternoon, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Welcome to another edition of Steelers Brunch with Tony. I am your host, Tony Defio, and thank you as always for joining me on this nice and mild Saturday afternoon. So. As always, I want you to I want to encourage you to subscribe and like our uh, Behind the Soil Curtain YouTube channel where we bring you at least one podcast each and every day. We have The Standard is the Standard. We have a new show called Beck and Black hosted by Michael Beck and Jeffrey Benedict. We have the Steelers Preview. We have the Big Bro Sco Show. We have, uh, let's see... The Steelers Q&A, hosted by yours truly and Brian Anthony Davis every uh, Monday at 5 p.m. And uh, we have a new show that I'm really excited about that we've been uh, doing. Now it's moved to Tuesday morning. That's Strictly Audio, and that's the Steelers Retro Show. Check that out. And then in a regular season, the Steelers Q&A changes over to the Steelers Hangover, where we discuss the previous day's Steelers game. So please check all those podcasts out. And of course, check out Behind the Store Curtain, the website where we bring you uh, plenty of articles each and every day. There's obviously the, the breaking news. There's commentary, film breakdown by guys like like Jeffrey Benedict and 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 Cliff Harris is still a punk. They they uh, do a really great job. There's there's a salary cap uh, information that's always uh, key to the Steelers each and every year. So please check that out. So. I just want to uh, say hi to everybody in, in the live chat before I get started. There's Ezra, there's Dave Shipley, Ryan O'Toole, Steelers Pittsburgh, all f- familiar faces. So thank you for joining me, as always. 
And uh, as always, I wanted to, to uh, Kathy Ford uh, in the live chat. There's Bry, who, who is a, I think he's a new guy, but or a new fan, but uh, I'm not sure. I think I've, I think I've seen him on Mondays. Either way, thank you for joining joining me, Brian. And as always, I wanted to touch on a few topics. That's kind of been my thing this off season. Excuse me while I go over my notes. But the first thing I want to talk about is the fact that the Steelers, as the, the uh, title suggests, the Steelers don't necessarily need home field advantage for the playoffs this year. I mean, it's, it's always nice. It's always nice to have the the highest seed possible when you when you go into the playoffs. Obviously, the number one goal for the Steelers in 2020 is to make the playoffs after missing them the last two years. But, you know, we are Steeler fans, and this is Steeler Nation. We do have high expectations. So you want that number one seed. You want the, uh, you want the division. You want all the, the, the things that make getting to the Super Bowl easier, right? You know, so in, in a normal year, yeah, you want that top seed, especially in 2020 and beyond with with uh, there only being one bye in each conference now, thanks to the addition of a seventh seed in each conference. Uh, only the top seed gets a bye. The no- number two seed doesn't get a bye any longer. So, of course, you're going to want that that number one seed. That's that's a very valuable. It's it's, it's become an even more valuable commodity. The number one seed, even uh, more than in previous years. But what matter that much this year? Because the reason why I ask is I'm not so sure that there are going to be fans in the stands at all in 2020. You know, we we've uh, we some teams like like the Cowboys uh, owner Jerry Jones. He has indicated that that he would like to see fans in the stands. At, his, at the Cowboys home games this year, uh, other other teams have not. You know, the Washington football team has already said that it will not have fans in the stands during the regular season. So, my feeling about that is, if dur- during the season is one thing, if there are are fans allowed and to to attend games, even if it's only fifteen, twenty thousand, whatever it happens to be, during the regular season, I doubt the NFL will allow any fans at all in the postseason, simply because it could create a, a competitive imbalance, right? I mean, uh, why should some fan, some teams be allowed to have home fans at their playoff games while other teams aren't, won't be allowed to have that? So, uh, and that's why I think that, that this year, the Steelers don't really necessarily need home field advantage. Again, it would be nice if they had that, that top seed, but anything short of that, is it really gonna matter? You know, uh, travel is a, is a big deal, and nobody likes to travel. I mean, if anybody who, who's had to travel for work would tell you it's it just it sucks, right? It's just not it's not a uh, it's not it's not an attractive thing. Excuse me, while I I'm, just some things I wanted to to really touch on here. Uh, here we are. Now I'm now I'm up to speed. Anyway, nobody likes to travel, and of course, going under your time zone also also isn't good, especially for your internal clock. I, I know a few years ago, I went to Chicago, which is an hour behind Pittsburgh as far as uh, uh, the time. And, and that was hard to get used to for me. Uh, obviously, you, as you can tell, I don't travel a lot. But so, yeah, stuff like that is, is a big deal. But overall, uh, from, what I've, from what I've studied over the years, I, I read a book uh, called Scorecasting several years ago, and it was really interesting you know, about wh- how some things are the way they are in sports. 
And one of the, the most interesting things that I discovered by reading this book, according to the people who did the research for this book, is that the, the biggest factor for, for home field advantage in sports, and if you notice, home field advantage is a big deal all throughout sports, whether it's college, pro, hockey, the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, having being at home, the home teams win uh, the vast majority of their games, at least the majority of their games, r- roughly 60% in most cases. And why is that? You know, uh, a lot of people automatically assume it's because of traveling. It's because of the time zone factor. A lot of people think it's because of the fans uh, influencing the home team and like, you know, rallying behind the home team and intimidating the, the, uh, the road team, making a bunch of noise. And, and, and that all that d- stuff does factor in travel, uh, the, 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 the crowd supporting uh, the fans, being at home, if you're the home team, uh, being comfortable in your surroundings. That, that's, all, that's all a big deal. But from what I've uh, researched, the biggest factor seems to be official bias, in-game officials. And not necessarily because they want to be biased, because they, they want some team to win. It, it, it appears to be an unconscious thing. You know, in this book, they, they cited a, a study that was done. I don't even know if it was tied to this to this particular topic, but a, a study on, on on the power of persuasion, the power of influence. And uh, they, they did this test. I, I don't, I'm paraphrasing the study because I, I read this book like five, six years ago. But the, 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 the gist of it is they, they put 10 people in a room. Right. And nine of those people were actors. And one was the, the, the research study. And they they held up a picture of like a, a say a green square, and they went around to the, the the nine actors first, and they said, "What do you see?" And they all instead of saying green square, they also like I don't know orange rectangle. So when they got to the to the tenth person who wasn't the actor, who who was the actual research study, they were like uh, they thought they saw a green square, but they were influenced by all these. Uh, other people, the, all these actors who said orange rectangle, and so that's what that's what they went with. You know, it was that kind of study. So uh, it, it's a pretty good example of the power of suggestion, the power of persuasion. Seeing something that's not quite there, being influenced by 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 the group by groupthink, right? That kind of thing. So they they determined in this book that that's the biggest factor in in why home teams do so well in, in sports. I mean, look at look at baseball teams, even like a hundred loss baseball team that barely wins 20 games on the road somehow manages to play at 500 or better at home. Why, why is that? You know, uh, according to this book, turnovers were overwhelmingly in, in the favor of the home team for many years up until like the mid 80s when instant replay reviews became a thing. You know, they were these officials were were sort of being judged by the eye in the sky. And, and, you know, if, uh, if prior to that, if a, if a, uh, if like a running back who was playing for the home team fumbled, but it was close, they would almost always go with, he was down by contact. And if it was a, a visiting player that fumbled and it was close, it would, they would almost call it, a, they would almost always roll out a fumble. So those are the kind of things. So if, if the Steelers say, yeah, like, like Brian pointed out on Monday when, during the, uh, Steelers Q&A podcast, because there will be no fans in the stands, or there likely won't be fans in the stands during the regular season, it's going to cut down on parity, right? There won't be as many 8-8, eight 9-7, and 7-9 eight, and and teams. There'll be more 
12 and, thir- uh, 12 and 4, 13 and 3, 14 and 2, those kind of, there, there might be more of those teams. So if there are more of those kind of teams, uh, teams with those kind of records, that means that the Steelers, even if they win 11 or 12 games, they still might lose out in the AFC North and they, they might have to settle for one of the, one of the three wild cards now because, it's again, it's seven seeds now instead of six. So they might have to settle for five, six, seven seed, you know. And in past years, that would be a, a, a horrible disadvantage. We saw that in 2011 when the Steelers finished 12 and four, but but lost out on the uh, AFC North title and a, the number two seed, which would have come with a bye, which came with a bye that year. They lost out on that on a tiebreaker and they, had, and they, and they were the fifth seed and they, and they had to go play in Denver against the eight and eight Broncos. And that game went into overtime. And of course, Tim Tebow took them to school that day through for 316 yards. And it was uh, one of the most depressing losses in recent memory. But um, if that game was played in front of zero fans, what would the outcome have been different? Perhaps. Right. I mean, uh, Dick LeBeau's, uh, Defensive schemes have been called into question for that for that uh, game. I mean, he for whatever reason he played like, almost like zero coverage or one or cover one or whatever. I'm not an expert in that kind of thing, but he played a lot of man to man against Tim Tebow because he was worried about the run instead of trying to maybe confuse him with with um, with some zone coverages like he did to Joe Flacco in his rookie year in the AFC Championship game in 2008. So uh, that that might that was obviously a factor, but in the fact, but but if they were if they were playing in front of zero fans would uh would that have have inf- uh, given the Steelers at least a, a an even advantage as far an even playing field as far as as there wouldn't have been any any uh perhaps any official bias or unconscious bias by the officials in that game so i guess the bottom line for the Steelers heading into the regular season is to establish an identity on offense, establish an identity on defense, right? Uh, and stay healthy when they, when they, uh, throughout the regular season and head into the playoffs on a bit of a roll with some momentum. And, uh, you know, obviously you want to, you want to get the highest seed possible. Again, you want you want to try to win the AFC North. You want to try to get, get, um, uh, the top seed if possible, but, but anything short of that, it's probably not going to matter all that all that much in terms of of uh, whether you play at home or on the road. You know, it it just probably won't matter that much this year. So, uh, I think that's that's the first topic I wanted to cover. Is 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 that I think it's a fascinating thing. I think it's 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 you know the 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 home team's not going to be able to rely on emotion. I mean, that's another thing I think it, that factors into into uh, NFL games is you know especially a team that's kind of the underdog playing at home. And we see that a lot in the wild card round where a team with a, an inferior record is kind of, you know, maybe, maybe has the, has the, the crowd behind it. And, and it's, it's, it, it, it plays with more passion uh, as opposed to maybe if it's a neutral site and there's no fans in the stands, uh, it won't be as, as easily, uh, it won't be as, as hyped up for the game and it won't be, um, it won't have as much of an advantage. So that's the first topic I wanted to cover. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. 
This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The second topic I want to cover is fans moving on from recent draft picks so easily. And I don't know why that is, but I've seen that. I've seen. I've seen I'm seeing that um, this off season with with guys like James Washington who was a, a second-round pick in 2018 out of Oklahoma State. People were, were really excited about him uh, coming out of, out of the draft that year. And, and, of course, he had a very disappointing rookie year. I mean, the, the thing he was most famous for that year was diving to catch a pass from Ben Roethlisberger in Denver, whereas, where if he would have just stayed on his feet, he probably would have caught it and took it in for a touchdown. So that was his most famous play from that year he had 16 receptions for 217 yards you know but he rebounded in a big way last year i think you know, i've said this several times he he well he caught 44 passes for 735 yards he led the the team in receiving but fans it seemed like have already quickly moved on from him and you know i guess in washington's case it's it's understandable you know they, they've drafted so many so many receivers in you know at the top of the draft in recent years obviously juju in 2017 and he's a star he's one of the stars of the team now he's one of the faces of the league actually i mean he had a down year last year but he's still a a uh, a pittsburgh star superstar and of course deontay johnson who they picked in the third round last year he had such a great rookie campaign 45 catches i think for 680 yards and people were expecting big things from him heading into a second year. He's he's a budding superstar. A lot of people think he's going to be the number one guy before long. And of course, Chase Cl- Chase Claypool is the he's the uh, the shiny new toy, right? He's the the big stud out of Notre Dame who they picked in the second round in the most recent draft. So people are, are their expectations of him are pretty high right now. So somebody had to get lost in the shuffle, I guess. And James Washington, you know, he's quiet. He's unassuming. He's not really on social media all that much. He doesn't talk a lot uh, to reporters, I guess. Or when he does, he doesn't really say anything controversial or or he doesn't really hype himself up all that much. So so maybe that explains partly why he, <clears throat> excuse me, why he's kind of lost in the shuffle. But a lot of people are already, it seems like they're already, kind of writing him off a little bit, you know, uh, and I'm not sure why, you know, I'm not much of an expert as I always say on the X, Y, Z, you know, I, I do know that, that, uh, Washington is best, seems to be best suited for that outside receiver role, the, you know, the go routes, the post patterns, that kind of thing. You know, whereas, you know, somebody like Juju's, uh, as, as Jeffrey Benedict pointed out in a great article the other day, he's really good in, in, in the slot. And as, as I've said, Deontay Johnson, 
seems like he's he's heading towards that number one receiver role. You know, and a lot of people, according to a lot of people, I'm not so sure about that. I again, I don't know. All I know is when you're in the when you're in eleven personnel, and you can tell I looked this up before the show. Eleven personnel. That's uh, if I'm not mistaken, that's a three receiver set. So I guess Juju would be in the slot, and Washington would be on the outside, and Deontay Johnson would be the, I guess the X. I don't know. I, I'm I'm not really like I said. I'm not an X and o. I always say I'm not X's and O's, and that's for a reason because I don't understand this stuff all that well. But I do know a, a talented player when I see it, and I do know a, that Washington's fast. He's he's physical. He can make the combat catch. And again, he did really well last year in, in, a, in a year when not too many people in the, in the Steelers offense shined. I mean, he, you know, uh, I think his best game was that second Cleveland game at Heinz Field late in the year when he, he made three really tough catches, including a, a touchdown catch when he was interfered with blatantly. You know, I think that really, that game showed off his abilities more than any game that, that, that he's played as a Steeler, even, even the one in Cincinnati where he, he caught that pass from Devlin Hodges and stiff-armed the uh, defensive back and took it in for, what, a 75-yard touchdown, whatever it happened to be. I think that game against the Browns really showed what what uh, James Washington can do. And I think it, it'd be a very, very um, big mistake to, to write him off because I think he's going to be a, an important member of that. Not that he's going to get cut. I don't think anybody's saying he's going to get cut. Obviously, he's not going to get cut. He, his job is safe. But I think people are, again, are already putting him in the background behind uh, Juju and Johnson and, and, and Claypool. But he's going to be, I think he's going to be a pretty big and important member of that receiving core uh, starting this year. And certainly uh, by his fourth year, which would be 2021, because I don't think, as I've said many times, if I had to bet whatever money, whatever little money I have on it, I would say that Juju's not coming back next year because, you know, he's, probably going to have a, a bounce back year with Ben under center. You know, I don't know if he's going to get, get 111 catches for 1400 yards again, but I, I look for him to have somewhere between his rookie year when he had 59 catches or 58 catches and what he did in 2018. If he's you know, 80, 85 catches for around a thousand yards, which is what I expect him to do this year. I see no way that he comes back next year. Cause first of all, I don't think they're going to franchise tag him. Why would they, they have all these, these young receivers. And second of all, they're, they're not going to want, I don't think they're going to, because they have these, these, all these young receivers, they're not going to want to pay him number one receiver money, which as I've said in the past is considerable. And, 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 and third of all, you know, they have to deal with a, a shrinking salary cap, you know, uh, whether it's 175 million or not next year, whether that's the, uh, the minimum cap or not, I don't know, but it's probably not going to be 198 and certainly not going to be 210 million, which, was the proje- projection before COVID-19 um, really started messing with everybody's revenue. So I doubt Juju's going to be back next year. So you're, you're probably, if you're the Steelers, you're probably going to be relying on guy, a, a guy like James Washington, who, if he is the kind, if, if he keeps to, if he ke- keeps on, on progressing the way I think he can uh, after, you know, based on his second year, it's probably going to be, ready to, to bust out by 2021, if not by 2020. So I think he's a, he's a, a, a somebody that we should not just be so quick to dismiss simply because the Steelers have all these other uh, receivers on the roster, you know, because 
you know, as they say in, 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 the, in that one commercial, life comes at you fast, right? And before long, the Steelers might be relying on James Washington to be their uh, one, one of their pri- pr- uh, primary weapons in, in the passing game. So those are, um, I have more of that topic I wanted to touch on, but that, that's, uh, that's, we'll say that for the, the second half of Steelers Brunch with Tony. And I encourage you, if you're if you're uh, listening on the on a, a, a podcasting platform, to uh, to stick around and and download part two, which will be coming up shortly. So thank you for 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 joining me in part one, and please stick around for part two, which will be in three, two, and we're back. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to part two of Steelers Brunch with Tony. I thank you for joining me once again. I see. So many people have uh, stuck around, thankfully, because I uh, have a lot more I wanted to talk about. There's Bry, Ezra, Dave Shipley. They're all still around. They all stuck by me. Thank you. These are the dog days of summer, and these are the dog days of training camp. We're literally two days away from the Steelers finally, finally uh, having padded practices. So I think we're all pretty excited about that and, and, and finally getting to hear even if we don't get to see it in person, finally getting to hear what these guys are, are capable of doing when they start uh, actually pra- you know, scrimmaging and, 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 and actually playing football, even if it's just uh, in a training camp. So we're looking forward to that on Monday. So uh, I want to continue on that, that, that topic I, was, uh, I left off on in the first half, and that's uh, the first half of the show, and that's, and that's uh, people moving on quickly from from recent draft picks. And I guess maybe the best example of that this year is Jalen Samuels, the fifth round pick, the running back out of North Carolina State, the fifth round pick in 2018. Uh, people like our, our main man Wes Wes Hickok, who who's uh, a, a regular contributor and 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 viewer of our podcast. He's a, he's a, a great friend of this show and many other shows. He does not like Jalen Samuels. He is ready to move on from him. So many other people are also ready to move on from Jalen Samuels. And I'm not saying that, that those people are wrong. What I'm saying is, I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a fifth round pick. You know, what, what really did you expect from, from him coming into uh, his, coming into the NFL two years ago? And because we're in the digital, digital media age, you expected more than maybe, past fifth round picks, right? I mean, that's just the the time we're in. The 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 NFL is a 24/7 365 day a year enterprise, right? I mean, there is no off, there's no real off season for the NFL anymore. I mean, the fans are are most fans, most ho- hardcore fans are engaged with with all things NFL all year round. So, you know, and the Steelers are are, you know, they don't they don't help with this with this 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 kind of thing because no matter what th- what they do, as far as uh, no matter who they who they draft and what round they draft uh, a player in, they hype them up big time immediately on their Facebook page or on Twitter. You know, you have the fancy uh, highlights right away, and 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 the music in the background, and this guy looks tremendous. And because it's because so many people are are just crazy about football, you know, there are, you know there there are all, all these blogs and podcasts, and you have. Uh, Various articles talking about these guys, you know, like you know, 
couple of years ago, it was, yeah, Samuels was a, considered a very versatile player coming out of North Carolina State. He could play running back, the H-back position, tight end. You know, he was considered a, a, a had the potential to be a, a, a great weapon out of the back, catching the ball out of the backfield, that kind of thing. So, so people were excited about him. And, you know, there were plenty of articles written. There were film breakdowns. You know, people were asking, you know, people were writing articles like, you know, how, how Jalen Samuels could, his versatility could really help the Steelers offense in 2018. Right. And, and, you know, and there's plenty of guys that, that, that people place those expectations on coming out of college, plenty of you know, mid to lower round draft picks and undrafted free agents. Again, it's the time that we're in. I mean, we not, we don't just know about them, but we learned about who their position coach was in college and how that guy may have been a coordinator at another school years earlier and how he ran a system that was similar to Pittsburgh's and how, because of that, they, 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 you know, link that together and, and say that, you know, that this guy, this new draft pick, this, even if, even if it's a lower round pick or an undrafted free agent, you know, they, they, they try to kind of, Put, put the pieces together and say that this guy is going to really be a uh, could really add a lot to the Steelers offense. And, and uh, as it turns out, after you watch the guy for a year or two, you realize that, Hey, he's a fifth round pick for a reason, or he's a sixth round pick for a reason, or he was an undrafted free agent for a reason. Right. You know, and, and, you know, Samuels, he had a pretty promising rookie year, right? He rushed for like, or he averaged what, let's see, 4.6 yards per carry. 256 yards, but he really was a valuable asset for them later in the year when, when James Conner was hurt. And there was that game against the, um, the Patriots late in the year at Heinz field, where I think he rushed for 142 yards. So he, he, there, there was, there was a lot to be excited about heading into 2019, but you know, he, he was a, a, a Samuels was a, a pretty uh, big factor for them last year, as far as, as you know, in, in the offense, but he didn't do a whole heck of a lot. He had 480 yards from scrimmage total. He only averaged 2.7 yards a carry on the ground. And he did have 47 receptions, but for only 305 yards. And a lot of those receptions were kind of quasi pseudo handoffs out of the wildcat, you know, that kind of thing. So it wasn't a great year for him last year as far as production, but it wasn't a great year for a lot of players on that offense, really. I mean, it was a, the offense struggled the entire year. It was mainly because of the quarterback play. So a lot of people are all ready to move on from, from Jalen Samuels. You know, they, a lot of people think he should be cut or he should be traded, which, I mean, if you think he could be cut, you know, why would anybody want, want to trade for him? You know, that kind of thing. And obviously Anthony McFarland, the fourth round pick out of North, out of uh, Maryland. He's, he's, he's safe. I and mean, people are excited about him, you know, cause he, he, you know, his, his highlights out of Maryland are pretty, pretty exciting. And, and, you know, he has great speed and um, they, they, they just signed this veteran running back named Wendell Smallwood. You know, I, I'm not expecting a whole lot from him, but the point is uh, if the Steelers don't go four deep at running back, which they may not with, you know, Derek Watt um, and his versatility at fullback, he's, He's also capable of doing a lot of the things that Samuels can do and, you know, catching the ball out of the backfield, playing the H-back spot. So there are a lot of people that are, are, are ready to move on from Samuels. But, you know, what are the chances of, of, of a guy like McFarland really having a great career? I mean, we want to believe that he could have a great career. 
but we were saying the same things about Samuels two years ago. So, you know, these again, these guys are drafted where they are for, usually for a reason. Most of the time, these coaches, these scouts, these GMs, they don't they don't miss. You know, so they they, they don't miss very often, I should say. So, I guess my my um my question is, why would you move on from Samuels with two years left on his rookie deal? You know, he could still he could still he knows the system now. He's been in the system for two years. He's carved out a little bit of a niche for himself in the offense. He's proven to be a, a guy that you can you can uh, go to in a pinch. He can start at running back if you need him to. And and last year wasn't a great example of that, but with Ben back under center and and things opening up more with the offense, you would assume in twenty twenty, it'll probably be a little easier for him easier for him to to be a, 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 a more valuable weapon in the offense this year. So my advice is don't, don't be so quick to give up on, on Jalen Samuels. Uh, not, not that he's ever going to, I don't think he's ever going to be a great player, but he has a good chance to, to be a role, a valuable role player for them, you know, along the lines of, of so many guys like, 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 like when I was growing up, there was a, they had, they drafted a running back out of Miami named Warren Williams. He was never great. But he, he played here for like a half a decade, and he, and, he, and he did okay for himself. Usually guys that are drafted in the fifth, sixth, seventh round, undrafted free agents, those, those are the kind of careers that they have. And, again, we hype them up so much now because we know everything about everybody. I mean, the second these guys are drafted or signed, even the undrafted free agents, they're immediately followed on Twitter by 20,000 people. So we know everything about them. We, 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 just, we just eat up every little – morsel of information on them every article written about them again you know everybody from tunch yokin to to merrill hodge all the way down to you know your average uh a blogger is doing film breakdowns on on these guys and and so they're the expectations are probably again they're probably higher than they should be so uh i i don't see first of all last year they they they, they kept four running backs they kept uh obviously connor Benny Snow was a fourth round pick, Samuels and and Trey Edmonds. So I, I don't see any reason why they would only go with three this year, other than as I said earlier, maybe Watt can can fill a lot of do a lot of the things that 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 Samuels is capable of doing. So, but if they do decide to keep four, which I think they're going to, I don't see any reason why Samuels is going to be cut. That's just my opinion. So that's the third topic. And I have one more topic I wanted to discuss before I open things up to questions. And that's the, the idea of, 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 actually, no, that's not true. I have two more topics I wanted to discuss. I'm sorry. I, I'm all over the place. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.